0: Lock Talk radio good morning, everyone. This is Truth Light, and our show is the Light of Truth and uh it's Monday. Are we all excited <laughs> uh, I can hear I can hear the the crickets frankly, I can hear the crickets because it's super early on a Monday morning, and so I don't know. Are you guys out there yet? <laughs> I can see some of you are out there, so uh, that's excellent, and I'm super happy you joined us. And I'm seeing that uh, because we are on at such a very strange time of day, many, many, many of our listens are archives, and uh, so I want to welcome the people on the archives and say, you know, happy Monday morning to you, whatever time of day it is that you're listening and whatever day it is that you're listening to us on. And uh, I'm just going to warn you now that uh, because for some reason I have started doing... I You know, I'm not technical, and so I've asked the universe to bring me my techie person because um, they would be better at this kind of thing than I am. Uh, but I'm not quite sure why we're doing the show at 7.30 in the morning because I think it's supposed to be 8.30, but I kind of got confused <laughs> when I set them up and so uh, when I came back from hiatus. So I'm actually just... Uh, still in bed in my jammies and uh, up in my little mountain cabin doing the show this morning and on my first cup of coffee. So you really, really just have me as I am today. (laughs) Maybe not at my best, I'm not sure, but definitely just the the, uh, all-natural me (laughs) with uh, very little coffee in my system. So um, my pups and I are Cuddling up in the snuggly bed, and we're up in the mountain cabin, and we have, uh, you know, we—I don't know if I've shared this or not uh, with you all, but but we have this beautiful team coming together for Mystical Truth, which is, you know, my company, and um, with the teachings and the services and all of that, and so we have this nifty team coming together, and uh, some of them have. Have joined us in the little mountain house until they get, um, till they get you know their own place and that kind of thing. And so, kind of funny because we sort of have this. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's like um like a dorm or like a I don't know. There's just people everywhere and dogs everywhere. We have dogs everywhere, and so it's kind of neat because um because there's just always life around, and uh, it's I don't know. It's an interesting interesting experience because there's all these dynamics and all these different people and uh, and it's a new thing to get used to. It's a new thing to get used to for all of us and I'm just amazed sometimes at how some some groups of people can come together and just, I don't know, they seem to make it work and then you can bring one person in here or there and it throws kind of this short circuit energy in and so it's a really good um it's a really good science experiment (laughs) it's a good science experiment so luckily everybody who's in my house um has that sort of we can even if we're not flowing all the time exactly in the same flow we can usually get in sync with each other and that's pretty neat um but on occasion somebody else will come over and it's like this new dynamic that comes in that uh, just watching the energies try to acclimate to one another is really pretty interesting. So anyway, so there's my morning ramblings for you. (laughs) And uh, I think today's show is going to be about finding and living your inspired life. And so um, this is me getting on the path of my inspired life. With all of these people and all of these dogs and this little house up in the woods and the mountains and um and so I am mid process as we always will be right um, either well either mid process or sort of lost and wandering I guess or I don't know so I just wonder you know what phase are you in in uh, finding and living your inspired life. I would love to hear from you all. I know there's not many who listen live right now, but there are some of you guys. So if you feel like calling in, it's 347-677-1443, and just press 1 to speak with the host. And know that if you do press 1, I'm going to think you want to speak with the host. For those of you who call in, sometimes people call in and press it because they just hear press 1, and, and then I bring them on the air, and they're a little surprised. So, um, Anyway, so how do you find your inspired life? You know, I mean, it sounds like a nice book title or something, Finding and Living Your Inspired Life, but but how do you actually do it? And and uh, is there a particular challenge in doing so, you know, in, in actually living it, and why? There's a book by a gentleman named Noah St. John, and uh, although I'm, I'm not real sure about what he's doing now with his teachings and his work um, I think he's kind of jumped on i I could be wrong, but I think he's kind of jumped on the uh manifest you know wealth and whatever which nothing wrong with wealth, mind you, universe, I love money, it's fine because you can do so many wonderful things with money, and uh, it's simply energy, and we'll do a whole other show on that at some point, maybe a whole series, but um it's not so much that that's a bad thing, but it seems that he's gone away from his original teachings, which I personally think were very powerful, but anyway. There's a book called Permission to Succeed by Noah Saint John, and it is amazing. You can find it on Amazon. I'll maybe post the link on the show description when we're done. Um, but it's uh, it's interesting to me how we have seem to, at least a lot of us, really seem to need permission from somebody outside of ourselves to uh, to be happy and to pursue our inspirations and. And one thing that I've noticed in working with clients over the years is that people tend to uh not it's almost like they shield themselves from their inspirations because they feel like uh, it's it's frivolous to pursue them or well, you know i don't I'd probably just made this up or you know I'm not even sure whether that idea will work or not. So this month we seem to be talking to people who are living their inspiration or on their path of of working with their inspirations. Our last show was a fabulous guest that I think we're going to have on over and over again. She's she's a, a wonderful young lady who's kind of just really starting this amazing journey in her life, and we're keeping her completely anonymous because we kind of want her to, uh, well, one, she's, she's not somebody who... Who's been in the limelight before? like this is the limelight, but you know <laughs> it's a little limelight, <laughs> and um so she is just a normal person following her inspiration and uh and so she's agreed to come back along her journey and and let us know how it's going, and she's just beginning that following her inspiration and uh I think this whole month we're going to just uh reach out to people who are doing so. And, um whatever part of the process they're in, and uh so that seems to be our theme for the month. so that's a nice way to start the new year, right? So, how do you begin living your inspiration and how how do you know if you're already doing it, and how do you know which things are inspiration and which things are i don't know random thoughts in your head, or you know if if uh you all have questions about this, you know we do have the chat up, and uh you can call in as well and um so for me first of all what is an inspiration you know so for me it tends to be one of those ideas that just keeps coming back around and it's almost like they refine themselves for me you know sometimes when you go oh i have this i have this neat idea i think first of all a lot of the the think word is is us and the feel word is inspiration in a lot of cases so you know, if we say, well, I think logically that it would be very good for me to pursue this direction and da-da-da-da-da, it's all very analytical and um, in our brain instead of in our heart, like uh, perhaps, you know, we think that it would make sense for us to become a CPA uh, because there's a new need for that or something, and I'm just making that up, people, so I don't really know if there's actually a new need for them, but, uh you know, that's just the most analytical thing I can come up with. So, you know, I think I'll go to school and learn how to do taxes first, and then I think I'll, you know, learn how to uh, go from there, and I think I'll take these classes and do this, and I'm I'm going to make that my career path. Well, that's something that you um, analyze what would bring in what you need to have to fulfill your needs monetarily or... In whatever whatever manner and you logically think of the path that you would go through to make that happen and so there's very little um very little aha moment to it or very little heartfelt going on there and inspiration is more when it's this aha moment and it kind of comes out of the blue and then your analytical mind can begin to fill in the blanks so For me, um, with Mystical Truth, there have been a lot of inspirations along the way. And, you know, for instance, um, moving to Arizona (laughs) from Florida, you know, um, getting rid of everything I owned and coming out here and starting a new life and pursuing the teachings that I'm given uh, strictly by inspiration, really. I mean, I, I have a lot of, obviously, a lot of training and a lot of experience as well that helped me fill in the blanks but that inspirational aspect of it is um, is extremely valuable because that gives me it's like that's the spark of the idea and so i don't necessarily think hmm i should uh, move someplace other than florida and i should do this and i should do that it was an inspiration it was a ping from the universe sort of and then as I meet people along the way um, the needs of the people that I'm trying to reach are shown to me and as I'm doing readings or doing healings or teaching or what have you the uh, the sort of that aha moment of a new idea of well we could bring in a class about this or there should be a division about that or um, you know we could go teach in you know i'm going to be touring soon and so i believe please don't don't hold me to it but i believe the first three will be uh the la area uh possibly in february um i think colorado uh colorado springs area in march and las vegas area in april february march april yeah so uh so inspiration has struck about that, and now it's a matter of filling in the blanks and the logistics of how to make that happen. And so the difference between somebody living an inspired life and someone who's not is simply that they they take those inspirations in, and they then process it and take action on it. And by doing so, you're walking that path. I call it breadcrumbs from the universe. <laughs> it's a It's a term I've used for a lot of years. And so by following these breadcrumbs from the universe, it guides you and leads you to experiences and people and opportunities that you wouldn't have had otherwise because this this inspirational living is as if you have, uh, you know, for me, I, I believe it's my inner being, understanding where I wanted to be and kind of speaking up. And it's also, uh, we do all have a team of, of angels or fifth dimensional beings, whatever you'd like to call them, and that's that unconditional love, that non-judgment, just that concern for your highest and greatest good. Um, They kind of know the big picture for you and what would make you happiest and serve your highest and greatest good. And so they're able to sort of just place those ideas into your energy and what i find is when your energy is centered and clear so if you're taking time for yourself a little bit here and a little bit there and centering yourself like we talk about on all the different shows um meditation is phenomenal as you keep yourself calm and centered or at least centered (laughs) if possible these inspirations are more easily detected when they come into your aura or your vibrational field and so <clears throat> your your team of helpers that we do a class called Angel Meet and Greet, and, uh, and that allows you to meet this team and learn how to interact and communicate with them like they're your friends, which they are. They're just friends you don't realize you have yet or you haven't learned to communicate with in most cases. So as these ideas come into your energy field, you're able to recognize them more and, and align with them and go, you know what, that's that sounds like one I would like to pursue. Now, I think we get inspiration coming through all the time once we align with that, and it's up to us to decide which ones we would like to follow. You know, um, as we begin to align with those inspirations, then we find, wow, that one feels, we can feel it in our heart. And I'm sure you all have had this experience where you have this this. Inspiration, this aha moment, or this where the heck did that idea come from? What am I thinking? Move across the country, you know, or what am I thinking? Become a clown? I don't know <laughs> something, you know. Um, we have those come in, and then it's up to us where we go. Okay, so where did that come from? And 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 then kind of follow up with that. Like, what would I do with that? Why why did that come in? And we. It's up to us to decide which ones we would like to entertain and to what degree we would like to entertain them. And so uh, some people, when they start trying to live trying, keyword trying, to live this inspired life, um, they take the inspirations almost as directions or commands. And and so that's uh, the other side of that coin or the other extreme that we may want to watch out for because remember that you always have free will. So as you get these inspirations, you know, and I think I think that's probably part of the fear that people have uh, in living this inspired life is that are they going to become, you know, is that how it has to be where you get this inspiration and you have to follow it because God told you to or something or spirit told you to or and uh, we hear that a lot in this industry we hear a lot of people, it's almost as if they think they don't have a choice. So as we get these inspirations, then we, we see which ones sort of uh, make your heart sing or at least pique your heart's interest, you know. And well, what, exactly what would I do with that? Exactly what would I do as a clown? <laughs> or, you know, I want to learn to fly, okay. Am I going to use a plane? <laughs> And my you know, my, my son showed me this video of this thing he wants to do where they have these suits that you put on and and it you go jump like as if you were parachuting or something off mountains or I don't know what and and uh and you fly with his suit. It's kind of and of course that's what he wants to do. And of course I've raised my children to follow their inspirations, right? And so I can't go, No, 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 don't do that <laughs> But uh we we can follow those inspirations and see where they lead us, whether we physically follow them or we in our imagination or in our in our heart 's eye, I suppose, follow these inspirations. Where do they take us? you know do we Do we like the possibilities and just allowing you know allowing yourself to daydream is a wonderful, wonderful thing. I think everybody should watch Peter Pan at least you know once every couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> and bring a little bit of that back into your life. Um, allowing yourself to daydream is a wonderful thing. Of course, you don't want to get lost in your daydreams, everything in balance, but allowing yourself to get these inspirations and then daydream about, well, where could that go, is a phenomenal thing because then even if it's an inspiration that you can't follow at the moment, you can begin to bring that vibration into your life, and that's the important part at, at the beginning if you have an inspiration to be more than you ever thought you could be, for instance, I had no idea that uh, that I would follow in my teacher's footsteps, in my mentor's footsteps. and And that's really where things seem to be going in my own way, you know. I never would have imagined that for myself because I was, you know, I don't know, I just never saw it happening. And so you know, through Mystical Truth and through my work and through this show and all these different uh, things that I become involved in, I meet some amazing people that some of them are the top in the world at what they do. And and I help them work through very deep and personal things, or I get to connect with them on a peer level, which I never would have imagined, you know, at, I, I don't know, ten years ago or whatever, and uh and so things are really taking on a whole nother life of their own. And it's because I'm allowing the inspirations to to continue coming and I follow them as I can and uh and so, you know, here we are across the country, however many year uh, quite a few years later, and uh getting ready to set up tours all across the US and Canada and I will announce Today, because it's official today, we have a new headquarters for Mystical Truth in Flagstaff. We have a beautiful office, and uh, and so we'll begin doing a lot of our online classes out of there. And I'll do my private sessions out of there, and and uh, the phone readings and all of that. All of we we'll do our marketing and have our admin team there, and so it's pretty exciting that things are really taking shape and taking form, and. Uh, And it's all just via following the inspirations. And so I encourage you to begin becoming aware of when an inspiration has entered your energy. And if there's anybody out there, again, who would like to share about inspirations that you've followed or things that you have uh, recently, because I know there's one caller I see on here. We have actually a few callers, live listeners today uh, on the calls, which is nice. Um, Again, we have lots of listens. They're just all on archives typically. So if uh, he would care to share, it would be be most welcome because I know he's mid-process right now. And if not, that's okay too. Um, So as we get these inspirations coming into our energy, how do we bring them into uh, being a part of our life? and, And what stops us? You know, from what I see in the uh, in the clients that I work with, people tend to be afraid, or they think it's frivolous to follow inspirations. And uh, so, I'm going to give you a secret: by following the inspirations or entertaining them and allowing them to become part of your process, you're actually working smarter, not harder. So we can bang our head against the wall doing. What society says we ought to do, or what mom and dad say we ought to do, or what you know our culture dictates, or what have you, and and live what people seem to think is, or I should say, try to live what people seem to think is a responsible adult life, you know, or and in doing so, we typically are uh, most people that I work with feel like they're missing something. They're doing this out of responsibility rather than out of joy and love and harmony and that kind of thing Um, or we can listen to our inner being and to those fifth dimensional helpers that we have the universal energy whatever and we can listen to those inspirations and we can begin bringing them into our daily life just little by little as you get comfortable with it and you'll find that you in a lot of cases can skip steps and, and save yourself some work and begin to bring yourself some healthy, vibrant new energy. And this actually helps you do what you need to do in life um, more easily because you're not swimming upstream. You know, you're doing, doing all of this with the help of the universe rather than just by yourself. And so um, this actually can be very beneficial and you don't have to go whole hog. You know, you can just... Um, there's a story that that used to be told in the... Uh, oh, yes, I have to remember to stop and drink the coffee, or else it really doesn't help me wake up now, does it? So there's a story that used to be told in the, the place that I taught through, the spiritual college that I taught through. And uh, they talked about this chicken and this pig were walking along a dirt road one day, just a country road, and they're just chatting and you know, and uh visiting for the day and whatever. And uh and they look up and they see this big billboard along the side of the road and it's got a picture of, you know, this big breakfast, this like fabulous country breakfast for this restaurant up the road and and there's a big thing of ham and like a few eggs and some, you know, bacon and whatever. And so uh and so the uh chicken you know, looks at the sign and, and she goes, look at that, look at that. They can't have that breakfast without me because, look, I, every single day I lay eggs and people partake of the eggs and, and uh, you know, every day I contribute to helping other people, you know, get fed. And the pig looks at the sign and he, and he says, you know, and the, the way the story was told, is, is the important part. So the pig looks at the sign and he goes, well, yeah, but when I commit, I commit. And so without that breakfast, the, you know, the pig had to really commit <laughs> for that breakfast to happen because there was ham and bacon and then there were the eggs, you know. And so uh, it was interesting because over time, other teachers who sort of, uh, they they kind of, took the story to mean that the pig was the one who was to be admired because he really committed and he gave his life for people to be fed and et cetera, et cetera, and that the chicken was kind of doing a half-assed job of it. And, uh, you know, over time I I just thought, well, that's ridiculous because the chicken, she's feeling inspired about sharing. She shares every single day and she doesn't have to give over her entire life to do it. You know, and the pig... He, what now what does he have, you know? <laughs> and so I never quite, they, they kind of told the story in a backwards manner over time, and that wasn't, that wasn't the way it was intended, I don't think. So as we bring in inspiration into our lives, we don't have to go whole hog, as they used to say in the story. We can contribute a little bit every day. We can be consistently adding to our life, And adding that inspiration into our life, fold it in gently and allow it to be a part without it having to completely take over and become uh, an out-of-balance situation, you know. So when you are finding your inspired life, you can do it a little bit at a time. You don't have to do everything all at once, you know, and let it completely take over. So how do you do that in a normal in a normal life as you're going through different challenges and and uh, or maybe you're in a life that's going along smoothly and you don't want to rock the boat, you know. Allowing those inspirations to come and beginning to entertain them with daydreaming <clears throat> and allowing, you know, here's the thing, you want to allow the daydreams to come and sort of float to the surface rather than Really, putting your logical analytical mind into it, because then it's, then it's no longer inspiration it 's perspiration so uh, <coughs> in that phase that's really what you want to do is allow the inspirations to come and allow the and where you know not how would I do that, but if I did this, where would it where could it possibly lead me, and allow yourself to just be free with that because you're not bringing it into reality yet you know and so allowing yourself to daydream with where things could go and this is where you you see what do you choose to align with if you are daydreaming and you have this inspiration about you know i would love to have some land and have some animals and maybe have a healing space for people to come to I know there are a lot of people with that inspiration at the moment because there's so much healing necessary. So, you know, you allow that to begin to percolate and come to the surface and you're just daydreaming. It's interesting and a good sort of monitor thing to uh, let yourself see what's happening with your daydream. Do you go to, you know, it would be so peaceful and the animals and the people would work together and the animals would be healing for the people and um, I could see, you know people who are, maybe it's a place where women who have been abused or, or children who have been neglected or couples that are trying to work on their marriage or whatever the theme might be, what they've come and they, they get assistance and they're, uh, you know, they're just able to relax and allow the healthy them to come forward or do you go to, well, you know, you begin to, uh, it's hard for me because I don't go here, but, Um, You begin to daydream and you see all the problems that could occur coming up and and you sort of talk yourself out of it with where you go with what could happen. So where you go in a daydream tells tells you a lot about yourself and what vibration you align with. So you want to refine the art of daydreaming again. It's a very, very uh, valuable skill, this daydreaming thing. And so if you can allow yourself to begin refining, um, if you you go to a place where, well, there are problems and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that, then also daydream that something comes in and takes care of it. And pull yourself out of that vibration of it can't be done because. We want our daydreams to be free, and we want them to align with our heart, we, it's a, very, it's a very powerful tool to see do you get in your way or do you allow yourself to, uh, to continue um, moving forward and aligning with your inspirations. If in your daydreams you cut yourself off, then of course in life you're cutting yourself off to a huge degree. If you daydream and you find all the reasons that something isn't going to work in the midst of your daydream, then you're not even allowing your energy to explore the hopes and dreams. And so how can you ever achieve them? So what I found in my practice is that as we, we get people to begin refining the art of daydreaming and aligning themselves with the energy of, in your daydream, things are just inspired and and they just go wonderfully. And it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing. A daydream is just a simple, um, a free-rolling kind of playtime for your unconscious and for your inner being. And so as you bring that energy into your life, as you bring in the, uh, it can work in my daydreams, the inspirations have a place to come and play within my vibration, then more inspirations come and more of the details begin to work themselves out and you have now a vibration, because you're shifting your vibration with your daydreams, you now have a vibration of things can work out, of I can, you know, my dreams are able to come into my life and come true and, Everything, I'm actually able to be happy or my family is able to be happy. And you bring that vibration into your life. And little by little, you'll see that it begins coming in and it's just like that chicken with the eggs. Every day, you contribute a little bit more to your vibration. And as you, and if, if, you know, to me, I I sort of take for granted that people know what I'm talking about. Uh, Your aura or your vibration is you know, you are an energetic being, and this has been proven by science and so on, and, and it can be gauged and monitored scientifically. Um, you are an energetic being, and that energetic being typically is um, two or three feet out beyond your physical body. You know, it, it's sort of a ball of, of energy. And so that's the energy that I'm speaking of. Your thoughts and your feelings shift the vibration or the frequency of the energy that is flowing through and around your body. And so, <clears throat> in case you're not aware of it, that's what I'm talking about. And so as you <clears throat> as you begin to allow yourself to daydream or to align with your inspiration, um, you're bringing more of that into that vibrational pattern. And it's kind of like a magnet. You know, you attract similar frequencies to yourself. So, we want to be attracting—I do anyway—be attracting people who um, are of like mind, and and so if we're negative, then then we're going to attract that, whether that's what we want or not. And if we're pulling in that ability to live with our inspirations and follow our inspirations then that's what we're going to be attracting more of as well as the inspirations themselves. And as we bring that daydreaming aspect or that allowing the process of, huh, well, you know, for me, okay, so um, I went from people begging me to teach classes because um, they wanted to learn what I had to teach and that kind of thing, and I kind of overcame my fear and allowed the inspiration that was being given to flow and I create all my own classes now, and and uh, I've been teaching for years my own classes now. And uh, because I allowed, I entertained that inspiration as it came. Now, granted, it came through some other people. Sometimes our inspirations come through other people. And I allowed it to be entertained in my energy, and I followed it. One class here, one class there. It didn't take over my life. It was just a little something extra I was doing And as I entertained it and I allowed it to flow, more and more clients came, more and more students came, and the vision that I was inspired with of actually doing um, things on a bigger scale began to uh, really manifest itself in my life. I didn't necessarily go out pursuing it. It just began to manifest itself. And then as the inspirations for, well, I could go teach here or I could you know, go work with this group of people or that expert or whatever. It, uh, it just, the opportunities began coming my way and they continue to to this day. And so I simply follow those breadcrumbs from the universe and find which ones align with what feels right to my energy and where my daydreams have taken me. And, uh, and I bring that into my life and then I I sort of bring the inspiration into the third dimensional reality. So I bring it into reality. And and that's where the analytical mind comes in and, okay, how do we do this without, you know, tipping the apple cart of the rest of my life or my family? Or And so it can be done, and it can be done very easily. What we need to remember is the inspirations simply cut out a lot of the discovery time because we're given the ideas of what it could be immediately instead of having to get there on our own. And in a lot of cases, we have the inspirations of, of how to do that and how to bring it into reality and how to further it. And so much of that can come from inspiration, and that inspiration saves us time. So we really want to, uh, it's a skill to cultivate inspirational living. And it just takes practice, you know. So um, I definitely encourage you all to uh, begin practicing this skill and allowing yourself to bring inspiration into your life. Um, And I think we're going to do... I think we're going to... Tomorrow we have a guest coming on, I believe, from uh, Sedona and uh he is someone who is a teacher, a spiritual teacher and and uh he does uh different forms of healing and that kind of thing and and uh he's definitely in the process as well of of living his inspired life. And so I think what we're going to do is we have these guests on this month is I think we're going to ask them um to describe to us their process for this for what this show has been about today and how do they bring Their inspiration into reality and and uh, i would really love to hear from you all about how do you do that how do you bring inspiration into your reality or do you and if you don't why what what is it that holds you back so i know that many people are held back by fear and many people are held back by the misunderstanding of of what that is all about what the inspiration is all about and not understanding what power that holds in their life, so perhaps we will uh, continue helping you guys understand that. And uh, how do you bring that into your life? I really, you know, it seems to be the theme for January uh, energetically is, you know, receiving the inspiration and uh, and turning it into a reality. So so, I believe, actually, that uh, for some reason, <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and just wrap the show up, and I know it's 20 minutes early, but um, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up early today because I am actually moving into our new office, our headquarters uh, in Flagstaff. And, uh, and so I just really want to leave you with the thought of of allowing yourself to play with daydreaming. And uh, I think I may try to find an expert, because I know there are experts on this, and if not, I'll be inspired for a show on on the power of daydreaming and how to do it effectively and how to refine that skill into one that can help you uh, work smarter, not harder. (coughs) So I am going to 20 minutes early. I, you know... I'm inspired <laughs> to get a move on in the new office, and uh, I'm just gonna wish you all a wonderful, wonderful day and I'm going to uh, hope that we see you tomorrow and uh, we'll have our uh, we should have our guest on tomorrow. Uh, who'll talk about his journey and how he got there and uh and exactly what he does with his inspirations and and uh what he sees along the way with his clients and his students. And uh, remember, you can always get private sessions, and I do life coaching, and if you'd like to have classes come to your area, uh, let me know. You can find me at mysticaltruth.com, and uh, also 12weekcoaching.com, and uh, of course, you can always message me here at Blog Talk, and uh, go ahead, hit like if you like the show on Blog Talk, that helps me out, and uh, I uh, welcome your comments and your ideas. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day, and we will see you tomorrow.